Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and our study today is from Matthew 24, verses 40 through 42. And I've titled this little message, One Taken, the Other Left. One Taken, the Other Left. We read in Matthew 24, verses 40 and 41, Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and the other left. The question here is, who is taken and who is left? The view that doesn't see the rapture in view here claims that taken here corresponds to took them all away in judgment as seen in verse 39. This view says the one taken in verses 40 and 41 are taken in judgment, while those left are the saved who go in to the kingdom. They are saved and left to go into the kingdom. The problem with that view is that the wording is different. The word took, Greek, ero, or iro, in verse 39, has the sense of being taken in violence. If Christ wanted to communicate the same nuance in verses 40 and 41, we would expect that he would have used the same word, but he didn't. Instead, he used a different Greek word for taken, paralambano, in verses 40 and 41. That in some contexts can be used in a negative sense, yes, but most often, great majority, most often it is used in a very positive sense. The Greek word paralambano means to take to or with oneself. Now, John F. Hart says, the thought is always one of accompaniment. He's talking about paralambano. The thought is always one of accompaniment. And almost always in a positive sense, that is, for close fellowship. The word is overwhelmingly used in a positive sense. End quote. Paralambano is used of taking a bride in Matthew 120. Uh, is that positive or negative? Of course, that would be in a very positive sense. It is used of Jesus taking Peter, James, and John up to the Mount of Transfiguration in Matthew 17.1. Is that positive or negative? Of course, it's positive. And it is used by the Lord in John 14.3, where he promises to come again and receive his people unto himself. When he says there, I will come again and receive, receive you, the word receive is the Greek word paralambano. The very use of this same word in Matthew 24, 40 and 41 is therefore very significant. Also note the word left in Matthew 24, 40 and 41 is the Greek word ephemi, which consistently has a negative connotation meaning to abandon. For example, in John 14, 18, Christ says, I will not leave ephemi, I will not leave you orphans. So note the breakdown in Matthew 24, 39 through 41. And did not know until the flood came and took, Iro, took violently. Did not know until the flood came and took, took violently, took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two will be in the field. The one will be taken, paralambano, to take with in a positive sense. And the other left. If Amy abandoned, two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, paralambano, to take with in a positive sense. 
and the other left of Amy abandoned. Therefore, I understand taken in Matthew 24, 40 and 41 to refer to those taken in the, in the pre-tribulation rapture, while those left refers to those abandoned to the day of the Lord's judgment. In my mind, this is the most straightforward and consistent view in light of both the overall usage of the terms and the context. The sense of being taken in the rapture fits perfectly with the parallel language describing the rapture in John 14, 1-3, where Christ promises to come again and receive us to himself. And it fits perfectly with the idea that the coming of Jesus at the rapture means deliverance for God's people, but also surprise judgment for the lost world. Now, it is ironic that dispensationalism is known for dealing with prophecy in a literal, normal fashion. But here in Matthew 24, some want to claim that the normal life pattern being described should perhaps be taken figuratively. Thus, they end up allegorizing the text at that point instead of taking it in the normal, straightforward sense. One of the arguments that those who claim the rapture is not found in Matthew 24, one of the arguments they use is this. They claim that the book of Matthew is Jewish in orientation and does not deal with church truth. However, in response, it is to be pointed out that it is the gospel of Matthew that specifically introduces church truth as seen in Matthew 16, 18, and also Matthew 18, 17. Certainly, the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19, 20, 19 and 20 is given to the church and not just to Israel. Also, I would point out that after the transition of Peridah in Matthew 24, 36, Israel is no longer mentioned at all in this immediate context of Matthew 24, 36 through 44. Matthew 24, 4-35 through 35 is thoroughly Jewish in orientation, but not Matthew 24, 36-44. There is a great transition that takes place at verse 36. This argues for complete consistency in seeing Matthew 24, 36-44 as dealing with the rapture instead of dealing with the second coming of Christ to the earth. Matthew 24, 42 then says, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. This is where we get the idea of imminency. Again, John Hart says, Since in most contexts, and especially prophetic contexts, to watch, Greg Oro stresses imminence, the use of to watch is most appropriate for the pre-tribulation rapture of the church not a post-tribulation return of Christ. End quote. When we say the coming of Christ is imminent, we are not saying, excuse me, we are saying the rapture could happen at any time. All the way through the New Testament, the coming of Christ for the church is consistently presented as being imminent. Perhaps today, 1 Thessalonians 1.10, and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. We as believers are not waiting to be delivered from the wrath of hell. In salvation, that is already a reality. Rather, as God's people, the church, we are waiting for Jesus to come and deliver us from the time of wrath, the tribulation period, that is about to come upon the whole earth. We are not waiting for the Antichrist. We are not waiting for the tribulation period. We are waiting for Christ. 
We are looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, Titus 2.13. Once the signpost of the tribulation period began, then Israel and all Bible students will be able to know very precisely when the Lord is coming. But the church does not know, which is why we are told to ever be vigilant in watching. The coming of Christ for the church is imminent, perhaps today. Live ready. Maranatha, my friends, Maranatha.